Welcome to the podcast of Christ Church in Town in Jacksonville, Florida. We are seeking the renewal of all things in Jesus Christ. Towards that end, we are committed to cultivating personal transformation in Christ, an uncommon fellowship of racially and economically diverse individuals, and the flourishing of our neighbors. To join our local body in membership or financial support, visit ChristChurchInTown.org. Today we will continue in our series in 1 Corinthians, a cross-shaped community. In the last couple Sundays, we have talked about the freedoms that we have in Christ, which actually show, was, has been showing us how to limit our freedoms so we can be who Christ has called us to be. So as we continue in our series, we'll have our scripture read this morning by Brother Eric Moresi. And I ask that all that can and will please stand for the reading of God's word. Our reading today is from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 1 through 22. For I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that our fathers were all under the cloud, and all passed through the sea, and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and all ate the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. Nevertheless, with most of them, God was not pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things took place as examples for us, that we might not desire evil as they did. Do not be idolaters as some of them were, as it is written. The people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. We must not indulge in sexual immorality as some of them did. And 23,000 fell in a single day. We must not put Christ to the test, as some of them did, and were destroyed by serpents, nor grumble, as some of them did, and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now, the, now these things happened to them as an, as an example, but they were written down for our instruction, on whom the end of the ages has come. Therefore, let anyone who thinks he, he, that he stands take heed, lest he fall. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape, that you may, may be able to endure it. Therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. I speak as to sensible people. Judge for yourselves what I say. The cup of blessing that we bless, it is, not, is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of one bread. Consider the people of Israel. Are not those who eat the sacrifices participants in the altar? What do I imply then? That food offered to idols is anything? Or that an idol is anything? No. I imply that what pagan sacrifice they offer to demons and not to God. I do not want you to be participants with demons. Amen. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. Amen. You cannot partake of the table of the Lord and the table of demons. Amen. Shall we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? This is the word of the Lord. It is absolutely true, and it is given to us in love. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. 
We thank you for the reading of our scripture, Brother Eric. If you would, join me in a word of prayer. God, again, we thank you today for, uh, for allowing us to gather in this place. And God, I thank you for the privilege of preaching. I pray, Father, now that you would touch our hearts and minds, that we may receive the word that you will give us today. Father, I pray your people are edified and you are glorified, and that we may experience you like we've never experienced you before. For without you, Father, no life will be changed. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. After Paul has urged the, the people of Corinth, the church in Corinthians, to run the race with discipline, now Paul is coming back and he's warning them about, warning them against idolatry. He warns them against losing focus and letting their eyes and their desires get the best of them. He reminds them of their history. He reminds them of the spirit of their spiritual ancestors and the way that God provided for them and delivered them and sustained them and how they fell and went on their own way. Now that's the story of Israel. But it was also becoming the story of the people of Corinth. And if we're not careful, that would also be our story. We can begin to grumble and complain, and and soon as grumbling and complaining begins to set in our life, false worship is not that far away. So Paul reminds them of this history. Paul reminds them of what the ones before them had went through in an attempt to warn them. Because the fact of the matter is, the apple don't fall far from the tree. We tend to, to repeat what has been done before us. It would, it would do us good if we could learn from the people who went before us, but most of the times we, we see what they've done, and oftentimes we, we follow in that same path. So God had been good to the church of Corinth. He, he expressed his goodness to them through what had happened, through what Jesus did on the cross. And what Jesus did on the cross was he, they, were, they were made free. And it's like they were free they were in slavery. You got to understand that they were in slavery. God delivered them from slavery. They were free. Now it, it appears that they want to go backwards. Any, anybody know what I'm talking about? That, that seemed like you've been freed. Seemed like you've been delivered from something. But, 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 but you get on a journey and before long, you find yourself turning back into the very thing that had enslaved you. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about? That, that, that you thought that everything was all right. I'm on the right road now. But soon you, you, you allow your eyes to cause you to see things. And, and what your eyes see, your heart begins to desire. And when your heart begins to desire these things, guess what happens? Idolatry sets in. Y'all, 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 I like y'all don't know what I'm, you ain't never had a, a nice shirt but saw somebody else with one on and wanted that one too. You, you, you ain't never had enough, but because somebody else had something that you didn't want, that you wanted that too? 
See, well, because when we begin to think of idolatry, we begin to think of gods, things that we build. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But idolatry is bigger than that. Hello, you got to watch this. I'm going to talk about myself now. I got two pieces of chicken. Hello? Am I by myself? That you know you've had enough, but because your eyes have made contact with it. Huh? You, no, 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 no. We ain't even tasted it yet, sister. We got two on our plate. You ain't even touched what's on your plate. But you saw another piece that looked good to you. Okay, okay, okay. That ain't everybody's struggle. You know, some, for some folk, two pieces of chicken is enough. That ain't my struggle. So Paul, Paul's trying to encourage them. Paul's trying to tell them, don't, 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 don't go backwards. Don't go backwards. He, in verse 7, he says this. Look, 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 verse 7. Verse 7 reads like this. Do not be idolaters as some of them were. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Wow. He, he's warning them about taking part in idolatry. He says they, they, they sat down to eat and they rose up to play. This is, this is reminding us of what happened at the foot of Mount Zion. At the foot of Mount Zion, the children of Israel had been delivered from bondage. They don't cross the Red Sea. They're sitting there. They're waiting on Moses. And somebody says, we don't know what happened to this Moses. We don't know what's taking this Moses so long to get back. So what we're going to do is we're going to make us a God. Hello? So Aaron tells them to take off all their jewelry, all the goals they got. They take it off and they make, it, they make themselves a God. And then they say, this is the God who brought us out of bondage. You write about it. Are you, are you serious? God done took care of y'all because y'all can't wait on Moses. Y'all going to make yourselves a God. Listen, let me tell you something. Chapter 8 told us when we think we know something, we really don't know anything. That's what chapter 8 told us pretty much. And so here these guys are. God, listen, can you imagine that there, there is a sea in front of you. Picture this thing. There, there's a sea. There is an impassable sea in front of you. Your enemies are behind you. And God causes the waters to, to become a wall. And you walk through on dry land. But the people who were pursuing you, they, they, the water comes down and it drowns them. You're going to get on the other side at the foot of the mountain, and then you're going to decide that you're going to make you a God. And then you make you a God, then you say, this is the God. Does anybody see a problem with that? That this God that you created wasn't even created when you went through on dry land. Listen, so, so when Moses come down, them people down there dancing and playing and having a good time. Moses said, what is this I hear in my ear? Aaron goes, 
They, I, I don't know, they wanted a God, and this, it just happened. <laughs> Look, it, it just happened. Y'all, y'all know how it is. You, 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 you ever ask your kid why they did something? What they say? I don't know. Y'all, they just like us. That's just like us. You know, you know good and well. Anything that we can create cannot be a God. Hello? Anything that we make and call it God, y'all, we're in bad shape. Because my God is not going to be what Larry talked about. Larry talked about a level. My, listen, there's going to be stuff my God going to be leaning. Hello? He going to look funny. Listen, I'm going to look over and see your God and want him to be my God because he looked better than the way mine look. I'm just saying, listen, I'm, listen, I'm, that's idolatry in the simplest form. So, so they sat down. They knew it was the Lord. They came together. They made a sacrifice to this thing. And what they got up, and after they got up, y'all, they began to party. They began to have a good time. In the African-American culture, when we bury folk, we go back and we have what's called a repast. Black people in here nodding with me because they know where I'm going. We go over there and we sit down and we eat collard greens, fried chicken, potato salad, sweet potato pie. So we cry for a little while. Then we go eat, and then the party gets started. Yeah, are y'all listening to me? Listen, so, so we sit down to eat, but we get up to play. Are y'all listening to me? What I'm saying is they let their hair down. Y'all, y'all ain't never let your hair down? Y'all looking at me like I'm strange. But when you let your hair down, that means you're you about to cut loose. That means that you, 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 about, you, you about to have yourself a good time. And that's what they did. They rose up to play. They let themselves down. Or they let their hair down, and they had themselves a good time. So just what is adultery? Uh, idolatry? What is idolatry? What is it? It's, it's where whatever we put our worship in, that's not God. That's not God, not the true God. Listen, it's more than images. It's more than we can create. It is a matter of the heart. Pride sets in. It's self-centeredness, y'all. It's greed. It's, it's a love of things. It's, it's us wanting other things. It's us looking for other sources to provide f- for us only what God can. Hello? If you want to be happy, happiness is only found in God. Don't, don't, don't think that just because you get married that you're always going to be happy. Can, can I talk to somebody? Sonya's always happy, but I'm not. Hello? I can talk about it because she's my wife, you know. Y'all, y'all know the truth. The truth of the matter is. The truth of the matter is, y'all, if, you try, if she tries to put all her, everything in me for her happiness, y'all, she's going to be disappointed. Because I'm fickle. Some days I don't want to talk. Some days I want to be left alone. What about y'all? So if somebody puts all their hope in you for their happiness, they're going to be disappointed. 
just like if you put all your hope in something else outside of God for happiness, you're going to be disappointed. It's Larry mentioning it in his prayer. It's the first commandment. First commandment is this, that we should have no other gods before him. Before him simply means this. Also, watch this. Anything before him or besides him. We shouldn't have no other gods. There should be no other gods. It it simply means that, that even though that during the time of the issues of the Ten Commandments, that, that the nations around them believed in other gods, God is talking to his people. He said, you should have no other God before me. Listen, I don't care what other people believe. I'm your God. Nations around them had gods that, that represented the sun, the water, the moon, snakes, frogs, and Gods are the flies and so on and so on. That, that ain't us. That ain't for us. And God did not want that for his children of Israel. He didn't want that. This, he says this. When that commandment lets us know that there is a God, that he is the only God, and he should get all our praise. Amen. Y'all with me? Yes. There is a God. He is the only God. And he should get all our praise. Y'all, that's good stuff right there. That is good stuff. That'll help you when you realize that, you know what, I'm going through and and I'm struggling. There is a God. There is a God who sits high and there's a God who looks low. There's a God in heaven with all power in his hand. And that is my God. That's good stuff, y'all. Listen, listen, that is stuff that ought to make you go, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That God, he is the one who's equipped us. He, he is the one that has given us the ability to withstand. He is the one that has given us the, 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 the strength that we need. Anybody do anything good? And Watch this. Let me, let me rephrase that. Anybody in this room do anything well? Listen, dude, I mean, listen this, ain't, this ain't a trick question. You're right. It's not a trick question. If you do your job well, amen. amen. Listen, you take care of your family well. It's God who gave you the ability to do such. You don't do it on your own. Hello? Listen, you should have no other God before the God who has strength you, you, who has given you strength. You should have no other God before the God that woke you up this morning. Some of us put all our hope in an alarm clock. Won't they fail you? Huh? Won't they fail you? The alarm clock loves you so much that it comes with a button called snooze. Listen, that snooze ain't for your benefit. Hello? Because if we hit that snooze enough times, that snooze will have us in trouble. It'll mess up our day. But the God that can wake you, even when the clock don't go off, that's the one we ought to serve. Hello? Our cars got brakes in them. That when we push our brake, we want our car to stop. But we got no reason to worship the car. But the God who gave us strength to push the brake... I'm talking, y'all. I'm talking better than y'all nine. 
if you sit down and get up, ain't no reason for you to be happy about you. You be happy about the God who gave you strength to sit down and get up. There ain't no other God before him. That's why I'm trying to get you to. He is our all and all. Listen, y'all, God is all-knowing. He's everywhere present, y'all. He's all-powerful. There's no problems too big for him, no trial too difficult, no challenge that's impossible. And this is the God, y'all, we ought to serve. Not because of what he can do for us, but because of what he's already done for us. Are y'all with me? So Paul tells them, Paul tells them three things I think is important that we must grab a hold with. He goes, let's look at verse 14. Verse 14. Because idolatry had crept in to the church. Verse 14, he says this. Therefore, my beloved, free, flee from idolatry. So he's not saying if you're doing it. He said, stop doing it. Hello? No, he's not saying y'all might be doing this thing. He's saying, stop doing this. Flee from this. Run from this. Turn from this. Y'all, truth be told, we got some idolatry in our life. Hello? There's some things in our life that we put before God. So Paul is telling them, flee from this. Stop from this. He's giving them this because not only does he want them to not make gods, he said, listen, listen, I don't want you bothered, watch this, Uh, sexual immorality. Y'all read that earlier? Look, look, this is enough right here, y'all, to make me do right. When 23,000 people die in a day, (laughs) hello? Look, look, this is what scripture say. This ain't me making this up. This is scripture. Listen, they were out of order. 23,000 people? Lord, y'all, that had to be somebody in the number that we knew. So this is enough to make us say, you know what? Y'all, I I really need to, in my own life, I ain't talking about you, in my own life, there's some things, y'all, that I need to put in check. There's some things that I need to realize. Gotta take a distant second to the God who got all power in his hands. Some stuff got to take a distant second to the God who's everywhere at all times. Some stuff got to take a distant second to the God who can heal my body, to the God who can make a way out of no way, a distant second. Then he says this, look at verse 15. I speak as to sensible people. Judge for yourself what I say. Y'all, this right here, Paul said, look, y'all smart, aren't you? <laughs> Listen, I'm, I, look, look here. Yeah, it is. It's questionable. It's questionable. But he said, but I'm speaking to sensible people. You know. Listen, after all, you are the people who think you know something, right? He's speaking to sensible people. People. He says, judge for yourself what I'm saying. What I'm saying is right. Then he goes on, look at this, y'all. The cup, the cup of blessings that we bless, 
Is it not participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not participation in the body of Christ? Listen, he said, listen, when we, when we come together, Dave says it, Jonathan says it, that when we gather at this table, guess what we're doing, y'all? We're participating. There's a fellowship that's happening. There's a connection that's happening, y'all. And whenever Paul says, whenever you eat the meat that has been offered to idols, there is a participation, there's a fellowship happening with you and the idol. Seems like a change from last time, wasn't it? Because Paul said you were free to do it. But Paul is coming back. There's not a change. He's driving it home. He said, listen, nothing ought to be more important to you than your relationship with God. So whenever we sit here, well, listen, we, 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 they, they, Dave, Jonathan, whoever stands here says something like, if you're not sure about, you know that you're outside of God. They ask you, watch this, don't participate. Wait until you are sure. Wait until there's a connection. Wait until there's a fellowship happening. Because it goes on that we can't, we can't serve God and, and demons. This is, this is a serious thing that he's talking to them about. He's talking to them, listen, you, you can't play this game. Ladies, it's kind of like this. Kind of like this. You can't be almost pregnant. Hello, listen, you all in <laughs> or you all out? <laughs> Fellas, I don't want to leave y'all out. You can't almost be the daddy. Hello? Either you is or you ain't. Listen, it, it, ain't, it ain't. You can, like, sometimes you in with God and sometimes you ain't. It's either, I know it ain't good grammar. It is the. You is or you ain't. It, it, there, there's, no, there's no way to play this. Listen, come, I, I'm almost pregnant. You what? <laughs> I, I'm almost a daddy. Those of us who are fathers, we, we kind of chuckle at that, wouldn't we? <laughs> you got more problems than you understand, brother, <laughs> if you almost a daddy. So that's how it is with God, y'all. Either it is or it ain't. Look at this. Let's go to verse 21 says this. You cannot drink of the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake at the table of the Lord and the table of demons. Shall we Provoke the Lord to jealousy. Shall we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Paul wants them to know that first, we need to flee from idolatry. We need to realize that God has blessed us and those things that are wrong, we know when they are wrong. He says, am I not speaking to sensible people. I believe there's some things, y'all, y'all, we know. We know. We know when something ain't right. 
We don't have to have a meeting. We ain't got to get on the phone and call nobody. We ain't got to say what you think about this, y'all. We know when something ain't right. That's what Paul's saying. You know that this ain't right, so don't do it. The last thing I want us to see is that this type of behavior displeases God when we put things before him. It says, shall we provoke the Lord to jealousy? God refuses to share us with anybody. Y'all get that, right? I, I, I try to say things that I want us to understand. I refuse to share Sonia with anybody who walked this earth. I, I really I want to drive it home so we'll get this. I want her to have a I want her to love God more than she loves me. But I absolutely refuse to share her with anybody else. Y- y'all follow me? God absolutely refuses to share us with anybody else. God demands our total allegiance. Hello? God ain't trying to be your part-time lover. You follow me? God want all of you or nothing at all. So listen to this. It says, should we provoke the Lord to jealousy? And when we think of jealousy, we think it's, it's never rooted in love like God's jealousy for his people is. Our jealousy is is we see something that somebody else got and we want it. We become covetousness. Larry, I'm with you, Larry. I'm, I'm, I'm following you on the Ten Commandments. We see something and we want that. God's jealousy is not provoked because he see us and he want what we got. Hello? He don't want what we got. He he want us because we belong to him. Hello? God wants us. His jealousy is provoked when those that belong to him give something that's rightly his to somebody else. What belongs to God, God wants. God's not willing to share our allegiance. So so what does that mean? What does that mean for us in everyday living? God ain't going to take second place to our jobs. He's not going to take second place to our careers, to our education, to our social setting. He's not going to take second place to our families. Y'all, all those things become idols when we put them before God. And hear me, and hear me clearly. Anything that you put before God, you're going to soon find out it's not as valuable as you thought it was. You can't love your family right until you love God right. Hello? I'm trying to talk to us. If you put something before God, that thing will find a way to to disappoint you, to hurt you, to have you sad. It's not until you put God in his rightful place, his rightful place. So he becomes the one that we give our full allegiance to 
that we can begin to love one another like we should. Hello? I say this, when folk mad at me, it ain't really me they mad at. Because I'm a good, good cat. You understand me? So, so if you mad at me, I say it all the time, it ain't really me they mad at. They ain't in the right relationship with the Lord. If you're in right relationship with the Lord, watch this. I can make you mad in 30 seconds. But when you're in right relationship with God, that don't, that, listen, that's about all that lasts. Hello, listen. Do y'all hear me? I'm just saying, right relationship with God. When God's number one, when there's nothing ahead of God, y'all, our life is different. And that's what, he, he, that's what he's trying to say. That's all, he, that's all he wants them to say. Right relationship with God will cause you to walk away from idle meat. Meat that's off the idols. You won't, you won't even want to partake with that. As a matter of fact, if you know idol worshiping is going on over there, you won't even, you won't, you won't even want to go. That ain't a place that you want to go because your full allegiance is to God. Look at this. Do you, uh, shall we provoke the Lord to jealousy? This, this last part I just thought was a joke. Are we stronger than he? <laughs> Seriously? Let, let me tell you something. Our arms are too short to box with the Lord. Are you hearing me? I remember me and my brother one time, we were fighting. I'm five years older than him. A little bit taller than he was. I have to bring y'all a picture so when I tell y'all how fine I was, y'all will believe me. I'll bring y'all a picture one day and we'll put it up here. But anyway, because my little brother was, he was small. It was an unfair fight. Todd, I can keep him away from me. Every time, every time he decided that he was going to run up on me, I would put my arm out. And his little arms would be swinging, and he would be missing every time. Look, just, just in your mind, that's funny. But just how ridiculous is it that we think we can go back and forth with God? It's not happening. It's, it's not happening, y'all. We aren't able. We are not close enough. We're not even, we don't have what it takes to, to wake ourselves up. If he decides that we close our eyes never to open them again, guess what happened? That's it. Y'all can gather around, get down on your knees, call down fire. If he said my eyes are supposed to be closed to open no more, that's it. I don't care what I got planned for tomorrow. Next week, I don't care what trip I got planned. If he say, come on, brother, my bag's packed or not. So what I'm trying to get us to see, it's crazy for us to go against God. That's what he's saying. 
he, he's pretty much saying, listen, you're free to do whatever you want to do. But you'd be crazy to go against God. Listen, we're free. We're free. We're not bound. We've been set free. But don't, don't provoke the Lord to jealousy. Don't, don't get connected with those things, listen, that are offered to idols. And know you're not stronger than who he is, than he is. There is one who loved God, who had full allegiance to God. There is one who, who didn't let nothing or anyone come before God. He came to earth, born of a virgin. Watch this. Placed in a manger. He didn't let anything come before him and his father. Grew up, went to a hill called Calvary. On that hill, he hung and he died. And even in his dying, he stayed true to the father. Are are y'all with me? Nothing came before the father. He died. They took him off the cross, put him in a tomb. In the tomb, his allegiance was to the father. Three days later, he got up. Watch this. And to this day, his allegiance is to the father. The scripture tells us that there's no temptation, watch this, that's not common to man. No matter what you're going through, God has already given you the strength to go through or a way of escape. Watch this, y'all. We don't have to do the things that cause us to put God behind anything else. Because God has already made a way. And that way is Jesus. Let us pray. God, we thank you today for who you are. We thank you today, God, for we have, we have failed you sometimes, God. More times than we, we truly want to admit that we have given other things preference above you, that our allegiance has not always been to you. So, Father, first we ask for your forgiveness. Then, Father, we ask that you would allow us to focus our hearts and minds on you. Realize that you are the all-powerful, all-knowing God, and there's none like you. God, it's because of you that we have what we have. God, no other, no other being can take credit for what you've done. So, God, we thank you for all that you've done for us, all that you've already done, and everything that shall be manifested before our eyes. God, we praise you right now, for you are our God, our keeper. We love you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information or would like to help support the local body of Christ Church in town, please visit our website, 
at ChristChurchInTown.org. 